Sefer by Yamdar Kechad, this is the volume on Shvuas Bena Mitzarim and Tuba'av. This is the second piece on Bena Mitzarim, Perak Beis. Mahi Avelus Ve'ech Zoichim Lis'abel, page Kuflamites. We're trying to figure out, Avelus seems so far away from us, if we think, many of us would think about Avelus as a result. It's, a, it's, a, it's an emotional reaction to something. But what is it if we were going to redefine or discuss how do we relate to what Avelos is and how can we be Zaycha to this? Because otherwise we seem so far away. If a person is not sad, so he's not he's not mourning over anything. He starts off, he brings a passage from Kino Lamid Vav. It's Sion, it's one of the ones that uh, one of the kinos that was that were written by Rabbi Huda Levi, the Machavra of the Sefer Kazari, so an early Rishine. And he says, Tzion Klilas Yoifi, Tzion, the perfection of beauty. I'm using the translation from the art scroll. Ava v'chein, with love and chein. Okay, it translates as charm. Oiriri l'ma'oid, you have aroused yourself greatly. Ubach nikshru, and we are tied up with you. Nafshez chaverayach, the souls of your friends. Let's uh, let's dive in. So first introductory paragraph. Hinei b'pashtos, koshim ma'oid livkois, ulehitz abel, ulehitz dair, how can a person be misabel? How can a person mourn something that happened a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago? We we're so far removed from it. The avelus is when a person has a connection with something and they feel that that connection is severed, that they had something that's lost. How can we feel that something is lost when we haven't had it for two thousand years? Straightforward question. No matter how valuable it is. There's really no sense of loss. Many people who are growth-oriented are asking themselves, It's a, it's a matter of success. We, we want to be able to cry over the Chorban. This is the Avod of the day. How are we able to achieve that? What can we say to think, to feel, so there's going to be two ways to address this. On one hand, we can refer to Avelus as we typically, or some people typically think about it. And the question is, how do we work up to this? However, the other thing that we can do is redefine what the Avoda of Avelus is. So we have a straightforward question. If Avelus is usually the grief felt over a sense of loss, how do you feel a sense of loss over something that we've been missing for over 2,000 years, no matter, but 2,000 years, no matter how valuable it was, how precious it was? Paragraph Aleph, Sholosh Madregas Bavelus. So the first thing that we're going to do is explain that there are actually three types of Avelus. So one one issue can be, if we generally think about Avelus as a profound sense of grief over a loss of a relationship, and that we say that we are not able to achieve that, it could be that we are able to achieve a different darga, and, we, and that also constitutes Avelus, and therefore, that would be a way that we can at least find ourselves in attachment to this mitzvah. There's three things going on over here. It's three stages, three steps, three dargas, one uh, one deeper than the other. 
the we have to engage in all three, but the, you can't skip steps. If a person skips steps, then it's really just superficial. A person thinks that they can attach at a very high level, but they are not even acknowledging and feeling any sense of loss on the most basic uh, on the most basic level. Then they're actually missing something. They're not operating on a high level. The, the, even though the lower level can be subsumed within the higher one, you can't skip steps. So let's just go one after another and see how do where do we see where we fit in? How do we relate to these levels uh, starting at the beginning and the footnote over here mentions that these three levels are also reflected in the three types of kinos. Parak bay or paragraph bays. Madrega Rishina, the first stage, to feel the pain. Indian number one, Hargoshas Hakoshi Vehatsar Vehefsid. Feeling the challenge, the difficulty. The challenge is not necessarily bad, but over here the difficulty, the pain, and the loss. To see what has transpired to Klal Yisrael as a whole and to each Yachid. So there's, there's a lot going on in this statement. First of all, to understand ourselves as a Yachid and also to understand ourselves in the, within, the, uh, within the context of a Klal. If a person... I think we we might have mentioned this in the last piece. Let's say a person has they live in the lap of luxury. They sit and learn three star a day. Baruch Hashem, their family is nice. Everything is going well. Is this person missing anything? Is is this person actually maybe doing just as well as he would if there if uh, if if Mashiach would come tomorrow? How does that person feel a sense of loss? How how do they relate to themselves? So even at the height. I think we mentioned this, the Chavetz Chaim mentions this in the introduction to Chavetz Chaim. There's a famous idea that mitzvah, the mitzvahs that we have, the essays, Losa says, thou shalt, thou shalt not, they relate to the Ramach Evarim, Shasagidim. If we think about the structure of an Adam, the structure of a person being this Shirkoma, this superstructure that, that has a certain Shlemos, this reflects itself also in the Tzura of an Adam in this world. But we are able to build up that structure, that spiritual structure that that uh, that exists in the world through doing the mitzvahs. So if you think l'mashal, every time a person does a mitzvah, it almost lights up. It's mekayim, a certain sense of that structure. Well, how many of our positive mitzvahs are associated with Eretz Yisrael, are associated with the karbanis? It's hard for us maybe to relate to them. There's a certain level of kiyam that we can get by learning about them. But the truth is, at best, we are a crippled nation. Not every individual can be Mekayim every one of the mitzvahs. Not everybody's a Kohen. Not everybody would be a Melech on the best of times. A Kohen can't uh, do mitzvahs that are related to Tumah, let's say uh, uh, burying the dead, going to the cemetery, things like that, other than certain relatives. A Yisrael can't do the Kohen's Avodah. And the king, even if he's a Kohen, can't go on to Harabayas. So not everybody can do a mitzvah, which means that as we attach ourselves to part of a klal, we also, the, the, I think the Bali Musr used to say, probably it's one of these statements that makes more sense in Yiddish, they would have two pieces of paper. One piece of paper would say, I am everything. The other piece of paper would say, I am nothing. Meaning that if you have a structure where the entire thing, you pull out one piece and the entire thing falls apart, then it's a perfectly valid statement to say that the entire structure existing before because of each piece, and each piece contains the significance of the entire structure. So each piece on its own is nothing. On the other hand, every piece on its own is everything. So we have to we have to take a step back and start relating to ourselves both as an individual. Are we accomplishing our individual task? And even once we accomplish our individual task, that still 
takes on significance not only in terms of ourself but as part of a greater as part of a greater structure the gemara and I think it's like Mar and Erevin. I don't have it in front of me. I didn't look it up. But it's a, it talks about what is the shear of Yisurim. The, it says that even if a person gives examples, a person puts his hand into his pocket to get three coins and he ends up with two coins. Uh, I think he wants hot water and it's cold. Examples that are very light like that. Meaning that there's a lot of reasons why a person goes through different situations, challenges. But when it comes, so the part of the question, the question has to start. There's two types of ways to answer a question. You can either have a question and an answer, or you can explain why the question is not really a question in the first place. We assume that everything that we go through is Yisurim, and really everybody should live a perfect life. We all should bad some have Parnasa. We all, everything should always be good. If I live the perfect life, then everything should be perfect for me. There's an there's an underlying assumption over there that if I was doing if I do tshuva that I will I will be wealthy everything will go well different pe- people play different parts in the movie everybody has their own tafkid so the first thing a person has to ask is when they relate to something that's a challenging experience is that begeder yisurim maybe it's a challenge maybe it's to nisayin maybe it's to bring the best out of them when we talk about Avram Avinu's asar nisayinais those were not yisurim those were challenging they were difficult but for a different reason but let's assume that we are talking about the bucket of difficult experiences that a person goes through and the question is is how difficult does something have to be for it to be called yisurim for it to be called and say punishments, pain, difficulty, and the answer is anything, the, even the most subtle. Uh, assuming everything else is accounted for, a person should live a pleasant, a pleasant life. A person does not, by definition, have to go through yisurim. And therefore, both as we relate to our own individual lives and as we relate to klal yisrael and our role in the klal, and to the extent that we can fulfill our role within the klal, Yisrael is also going to be dictated by where the klal is holding. The, a, perfect, a person who is the perfect Kohen in the world is still not doing the Avodah if, unfortunately, we don't have Beis HaMikdash. We have to reflect back on the Yisurim and the Tsar that we have in a klal level, on a Yachadik level. The Tzarech lezboinin begoidel atzaris ve'inuyim ha'gufnim ve'anafshayim there's no shortage of uh, of ways to focus on this. Uh, many of the real challenges, difficulties that we have had ourselves through history, hamisais, harigais, and what this has led to. I guess you could relate to this as both a cause and effect. But the tremendous yirida that we have had in ruchnius. It's interesting because, in a certain sense, this is both a cause and an effect. Obviously, the Arida in Ruchnius is going to be responsible for a lot of the negative consequences. But on the other hand, and we're not second-guessing the the world where a person is born in terms of the location, the culture, the anything, sibling sibling order, fi, financial status, all of that will we, we can take for granted for purposes of this conversation. HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts every single person in place because there's some level of tikkun that that person can accomplish for himself and for the klal that the structure of klal Yisrael needs in order to be mashlim the structure and bring Mashiach. So we're not second guessing why anybody is born into outside of their hands any particular situation. Having said that, we all want to be able to gain the maximum amount, to be able to learn Tyra. 
and the people are born into situations of extreme difficulty where the reality is they have to spend most of their time people in history have had to they've been on the run they've been trying not to get killed they've been in places where if a person learns terror they'll be high of the threat of death in a theoretical world if that person were to have been born in a different time a different place different circumstances with that person's kaychus they could have learned now again we don't it's very dangerous to think that way because as we take a step back we are in the perfect place for us to be able to accomplish however yes we we should be be thinking this the reason that we are in this situation is because of gallus the Iker Tikkun Chatzais, the Iker Avoda. We just said a second ago that we are looking both at the Chorban, at the Klal, and the Prat. We're looking both at the Chorban and what we go through in every generation. As a person sits to say, Tikkun Chatzais. Not everybody says taking chatzos for those people who do, or one of Rav Vigdor Miller's ten steps to greatness. Sit, sit on the floor for a minute and think about the chorban. But as we think about the chorban, are we trying to work ourselves up about something that happened in the past, or are we ultimately reflecting on our circumstance now? And he says the mechaber over here that it's the Iker amiras taking chatzos is al adam. It's what's going on now. Yes, that could be attributable to the Chorban. All of the Tzaras come from the Chorban. But what are we really relating to? It's the situation that we are in now, our inability to connect now. The tremendous distance from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The as we reflect on our distance from a Kaddish Baruch, which sometimes it's even difficult to be in touch with that, but that already is, uh, you know, perhaps easier to at least try to build up to, to be mizbainen, if a person does have a muna, that they understand they have a tafkid in the world, they have a tachlis, that they have ultimate meaning, that we have 120 years within which that we can leverage a finite circumstance to affect a uh, so to speak, Nitzchis, an infinite circumstance. We're in this world in the Eilam with within physical parameters, and things that we do, we think, we speak, we act, have have spiritual consequences that far transcend our reality. We don't even understand. It sounds cool. We don't even understand. We don't relate to it like that. The distance in terms of our ambitions, our goals, whether they're even in line with our uh, with our intellect, Revolbi Zatzal in Ale Shur, has discussion, he says, this world is a world of Erchen. Uh, a person, if you ask him, we're all sitting here, we have a Muna, we're learning a Sefer now, we understand the MS intellectually, and yet, in this world, the, the values are attributed to various things. So the example that he used is that a used stamp is worth to a collector more than a new stamp. That is totally arbitrary. That's something that's dictated within our world. Our job is to bring our values, our tangible, articulable, real-world values in line with the MS. Those are two different avodas. If a person doesn't understand the MS, that's one avoda. But once a person understands it, to bring his actual, internalized, fully integrated value system in line with the MS, that's an avoda. I think it says that it's fitting, it's right that you should cry on yourself. Uh, that you cause to go from light to dark. 
Mibei Mare, like an Eve that, that is taken out from his master, that leaves his master. The whole point of these Hargashis is not just to cry about our situation. The whole point is to bring us to Tshuva. Look, Avera has a consequence. We don't think about this world, and Avera is some sort of a spiritual thing, a person that gets rewards and punishments. Now, with technology with science there's any number of examples where a person pushes a button and something can happen a hundred miles away with technology right the idea that some that, that there's not a cause and effect directly in front of our eyes and that we have a difficult time understanding that is gone we have bluetooth we have wireless the idea that an avera has a very real cause is not something that should any more be difficult for us to grasp the Yitzhahar is in front of us. It's giving us something. It's telling us that there's going to be a immediate benefit. How much negative things come from listening to the Yitzhahar. And through reflecting on the Chayshech, we can add light. And from reflecting on this contrast and understanding this dynamic, we can come to search out the pleasantness and the closeness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every, every one of these pieces can unfold into an entirely separate discussion, but we are going to be somewhat narrowly focused on what it, what is Avelis. Already we're starting to frame this as not being backward-looking, but rather being uh, present-looking and forward-looking. So, yes, we reflect back on the past as a cause. That's the reason for the circumstance that we're in. But the state that we're in is something where we're distanced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, being able to fulfill our tachlis. And going forward, we're trying to be ma'ar ourselves to tshuva, to be masakin ourselves, to make ourselves into a kli, to be able to receive the light, to build up that relationship. And a certain level of sadness, frustration, but a profound sense of grief to the extent that we're in the situation, what brought us here, uh, and that we want to be misakin so that we can move on to the next stage. Paragraph Gimel. Madrega Shnia, Hishtadfus Bitsara Shchina. Now, the first level is something that we should be able, we might need a little bit of a perspective change, we might need to reflect and reorient ourselves, but it has to do with our own personal situation. The Marei Gashni is Hishtadfus, partnering in the Tsar of the Shechina. So this already seems to be a level beyond. It's unclear exactly what this means. Let's see. Now, Kina is interesting. I heard Ravan Lopiansky once, I think he was coming off of a Ramban, uh, and if I remember correctly, he was talking about the idea that kina by Hakadosh Baruch Hu is used b'davka by by Avodazara. Um, he was discussing the idea of kina in general. Kina is jealousy, but the jealousy applies only that kina is lashon of kinyan. It's where something took something that should be mine. A person is not jealous of people that are just totally in another universe, whether it's the richest man in the world, the president of the United States, a star NBA player. These are not people that are jealous. Where's a person jealous? Me and another person have the same job, and he makes 20% more than me. Two people need a shidduch, and one person finds a shidduch before them. Two people uh, live in the same neighborhood, and the other one has a nicer house or some sort of better circumstance, and a person says, why should he have it and not me? It's as if there, there's a, uh, I've mentioned before, I heard recently, I don't remember if it was a study or if it was just an observation that a person would never put their life on the line 
for $100. And yet a person who, let's say, is threatened, somebody's going to take away their wallet, something that belongs to them, they'll put themselves at risk much more so not to give up something that belongs to them. The idea of kina of a burning jealousy, we, we talk about in terms of ben adam l'chavero, it's also ben adam l'makom. It's, I, I am cheated. If, I, if a person would understand that everything they have, they need, and everything that they need, they have, uh, there's hishtadlis, but assuming that a person is set up for success in this life, HaKadosh Baruch, if you're in this world, it's because HaKadosh Baruch who decided that you're necessary for this world. It's a gift sometimes that HaKadosh Baruch who could take away a distraction so that otherwise a person might not accomplish. Let's say a person is has a wonderful uh, presentation and speaking skills and they can be an unbelievable Rebbe, but they also can be a good singer beautiful baltfila, and yet uh, if they would end up on stage and in show business or running around uh, putting on performances, that could be a tremendous distraction. They wouldn't be able to be settled. They'd be traveling. Kodesh Baruch Hu may end up having something that happened to them. To them might be the worst thing in the world, so that they don't pursue a totally alternate path and not be able to leverage their strengths to accomplish their tachlis. We just don't know. So, kina is where something belongs to somebody. The kina al there's a covered quite shemayim that should be in this world. There should there's a reflection. People that do the right thing should be rewarded. Those are the people that should be on top. We live in an oylem hafach. A lot of the people who have corrupted values are the ones that seem to be on top. The people with the right values seem to be on the bottom. One of the age-old questions is why do bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people, etc., etc. The idea, if this world is built on Yisrael v'Raicha Kuchibrichu, this world is built on Torah values. Values, there's how God loves the righteous. Then the idea that covered is being given to a, what seems like those who subscribe to an alternate system is a chilol Hashem. Chilol is a lushen of, of vacuum. It's almost like you know where is the light of God over there, and there's a kin over there. It's something that is in the wrong place. It belongs to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. ikari this is an this is an icker part of the Avelis on the Chorban Kamosh Kaz Ramchal Basil Sharm Vizelashon of Vitzarch Sheitzar Tamid Sar Mamish. This is not just an intellectual idea of recognizing it. A person is supposed to empathize with this. Feel it, Tsar. Al Hagolas Vial Chorban Mitzad Mashes a Gaira Mir Kivyach Lakvaida Yisbarach. If it doesn't bother us, then part of the reason is that we don't really know it. Das is like an integrated chachma. An example I heard one time from Yitzhak Berkowitz, he said if a person sees a candy, they want it. If they, they see that the candy fell into a garbage dump, it's not some that it's unhealthy. If they would put it into their mouth, it would mamish make them gag. Even if it looks the same, it tastes the same, you give it to a kid, he might even say it tastes better. He, do, he doesn't understand. When you, know so, when you know something, that affects the way that you relate to it. Over here, how does a person see that they know, understand the actual truth? There's a society that's literally built on corrupted principles, and it's not bothering them? There's something there's something lacking in the way that they are relating to the MS. There's something lacking really in their Amuna. To the extent that we relate to it, then we should feel a tsar over the meat of Kvayt Shemayim. V'yisava le'geula, we desire and anticipate the geula l'fishibot ye'iloi le'kvayt shemoyiz barachat kan l'shona. We want the truth. We want a Kodesh Baruch Hu to prevail. K'misha zoich le'kasher p'nimi Hashem is barach. A person that is tied 
to HaKadosh Baruch, joined with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Maven, Yado, everything is done from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, V'yeshlo Rigash Rigshis Avav Dveikas B'Hashem Yisbarach, he has an emotional relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Azayim Meila Nase Ichpas Leim Ha'eshchin HaKadoshim Kvaydishel HaShem Yisbarach, we should be able to relate to this in a parent-child context, a person sees a loved one, and not just a loved one, uh, one who loves lo- loves him more than, you know, like more than life itself, the love of a parent for a child, the one who's responsible for every single, raising the person, everything that's happened in their life, guiding that he should be in in the right place. And that person, Kivyachal, is going through a difficult time. All of a sudden, somebody says negative, derogatory, demeaning things at that person who is totally responsible for every single thing, good challenging, indifferent, everything that's happened in my entire life, everything that relates to who I am in a loving, caring, positive way. Go look in the Shar B'Tachem, the, the, the second the second parak over there, I think it brings the seven things that a person needs to have in place, or third parak, the seven things that a person needs to have in place for, to, to have bitachin, this, the Rebbeinah Shalaylam, and there's no quote Shemayim, that, that already, it should bother a person. responsible for every not a, not a blade of grass grows, that there's not a malach, there is spiritual energy coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu that says that it should grow. There are people that stay hidden, there are people that rebel, it should bother a person. If you have a relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Miss Ira by Rutzen Amuk Lefaris Kvechimo, a person should want Lefar, beautify, Hisparis, glorify, okay, splendor, not necessarily. Uh, his baris, the, the, if, if you want the, the whole discussion of his baris, actually Tyra uh, Yud Zayin, I think, has a whole discussion in the beginning about his baris. When you love so you have a relationship with somebody, something that it should bother a person when there's a pagam in the covenant, and a person should want the covenant for that thing that he relates to. So there shouldn't be a disgrace to the other person. No, there shouldn't be any pagam. We should reflect the best way to love a Kaddish Baruch Hu, feel loved. I was talking to Machanach. He said, in my class, we don't talk about how much we love Hashem. We talk about how much Hashem loves us. Learn to feel loved. How much HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Shakua in us. He's involved with us. He's dealing with us. He's involved, intimately involved in our life. Then we'll be ourself that we should love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But we have to start off how much Hashem loves us. And we'll feel a jealousy of, on, on behalf of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's covered. There's one more paragraph before we get to the third level. So, so thus far, we've only uh, t- discussed, where we asked a question, how can a person feel a various sense of grief and loss over the past? And we responded, well, take a step back. We have to understand what Avelis is. And to start off with, we're going to divide Avelis into three different ideas. Number, uh, yeah, paragraph Dalad. These first two ideas that we discussed, number one, to appreciate the situation that we're in. Number two, the Tsar of the Shechina Kedayi these are tsar. We still haven't got really to what actual avelus is. What does it mean to have on the 
We relate to Avelis mourning as sadness. That's not Avelis. That's not the avod of Avelis. What are you going to say? So I'm not sad. It's a consequence. How can you command me a discussion that comes up often? How can you command me to feel simcha? How can you command me to feel ava? How can there be a command for an emotion? How can there be a command for atzvus? It's my fault that I don't have atzvus. Different answers. The problem is that Atzvus Baltani talks about this. If you have two people wrestling, the weaker one might prevail. If he's more enthusiastic, he has more chias. Atzvus, yish, lethargy, that brings that a person's not going to have avodas. You're telling me that the avoda is avelus. If the avoda is avelus, the entire last year, the last piece from Yamda Kecha, we were talking about how to relate to the raw power of avel. It's not a negative thing. The, the This idea, the chayshach of the days, is where we are, if we could tap into it, that's where we can have a tremendous amount of power. If we relate to it as atzvahs, that's lethargy we're going to get left behind. That's yes, sir. No, sir. It's a big avoda. Again, the Balatani talks about it. It's a big avoda where, let's say, my davening, I'm making this up, is 70% good, 30% bad. I can get so upset over that 30%, I could ruin the 70% also. A person has to understand how to compartmentalize. How, how, do we, how do we be able to wall off the things where we are crying that we could be better without impacting the part that were actually good? How do we work ourselves up and not ignore the parts that we have to work on, but also take the parts that we have to work on and not question ourselves and undermine the things that we're doing well out? Atzvus is a tremendous uh, a, 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 a tremendous idea that can really hold us back. Hello, what are you so sad for? What's a sadness? Everything is from Kaddish Baruch Hu. Everything is from the Rabbani Shalom. Kaddish Baruch Hu is guiding the world. Things are the way that we're supposed to be in whatever, what is my avoda now? It can't be atzvah, the way that we relate to it is just sort of like a negative and a sad state. That can't be the avoda. Our idea is to understand where we are. Yes, there's going to be avelis. We're going to describe that to be able to gain the strength to do tshuva, to go forward to be misakin, not to be in a state of atzvus and sapping ourselves of our power and our strength. A yearning to be uh, to be close, like a thirst. The Gemara talks about a person as gagun al aviv. They're 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 worked up. They they're they're like hysterical, crying almost. They they want they want the idea of a closeness. We desire, we thirst for our kodesh baruch now let's use this analogy. A, a parent recognizes that a, an out-of-town yeshiva is the best for his son. There's no question. They've decided, they did their research, they did their diligence, this is the right yeshiva. They don't want him to stay back because of their own personal emotional connection. It's hard to them to see them leave. They know this is what's right for the child and they want nothing more than the child to succeed. 100%. So they're crying. What are they crying? They're sad. They're happy. They're doing something that they would rather not happen. That's not true. So what are they crying about? Because it's the, they, it's the yearning for the closeness. It's the longing. You'll see, by the way, that the longing of the, that the parent has much more from the child. The child is going off to yeshiva. They're happy. They're excited. And they might not even be looking back. His parents are crying. To appreciate the depth of the, the profundity of the relationship that a parent has for a child. But that's not sadness. This is a certain kayach from, from a nefesh that has love. It's an expression of love. It's called longing. That a person wants to be close with the subject of their love. 
Kuftes in the note, Vagagua Yeshnu Etzim Arichok, it's caused by the distance. For Kol Shekainim Yudea, Oyhev, Shemovad Etzim Harichok, besides for the fact that they can't be together, you can't even give the, the your loved one comfort, you can't even give them a hug. Oyhev, 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 they're going through a super difficult time, they don't even want, they don't even want to be comforted, that makes it exponentially more difficult. Zem Moisif Hagdalas Hagagua. Okay. Velachain Higdiru Chazalas Avelos Kiyakara, the Hainu covered. Chazal call Avelos Yakara, Yakara, Yakara is Aramaic for covered. Kialideha Avelos, Marim Shanifter Hashiva Ivo, Miskagam Olav. This is very, very, very much in line with the first piece. Through the Avelos, you recognize the strength of their relationship, the strength of the love, the strength of the longing. One hand, now that we've redefined Avelos, Avelos and the Bechia, the crying not out of sadness, the crying out of the longing, even if this is the best situation to be in, therefore it jives very well. In our example, the father wants to send the kid to this out of town place for of various reasons and he wouldn't change anything for the world and yet they're crying because of the longing this kayach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts in us any emotion is coming because HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the attempts to have that emotion it's there to be utilized as Mikdash. so now how are we mourning over the Beis HaMikdash we're not crying over the destruction the actual destruction of the building the Beis HaMikdash was a conduit for Shefa. It was a place, I think we said this in the last year, the Beis HaMikdash was a place where it was almost like the framework of reality as presented by Makom. We said that Shabbos has a parallel as relates to Zman, that the Beis HaMikdash to Makom was almost like a conduit. It was almost like a connection between Shemaim and Aris, where heaven kisses earth, so to speak. The Beis There were certain rules of physics that didn't even apply. We, we say that the, we know that the Aron didn't take up space. We know that there were multiple miracles. It says in Avis, I remember from it, it says that there were multiple, I think, that there were multiple uh, miracles that happened in the Beis HaMikdash every day. Not all of the rules of reality, not all of the rules of physics applied. It says that even if there is this tremendous amount of count, um, the rules of physics didn't really apply. That was not a function of the bias. That was a function of the what the what the bias represented, the ruchnius inherent in the bias, the way that we relate to it. Once we were no longer roy for it, then it would be like or without a kli. We we couldn't have it anymore. We we miss and we long for what the Beis HaMikdash represented, what we had when we had Beis HaMikdash. We want to live in this world. We want to live in the world of physics. We want to live in, in the world where there does not seem to be as clear of a, a perception of Kfayd Malchuso, where we have this alternate set of values. That that's its own problem, but as we do come to relate to our values, to build them up, and we have this profound sense of longing, we understand that the situation is what it is for our benefit. If Hakadosh Baruch would bring Mashiach right the second, which we long for, but on the other hand, Hakadosh Baruch has a plan. There's a certain tikkun that will not have a chance to happen had Mashiach come 15 years ago or whatever it was. Then the world would have lost, let's say, two times of filling up football stadiums among 
many, many others, right, all over the world of people that made a siyam on Dafyaimi, people that may not have otherwise had access to open up a Gemara, let's say a Dirshu, let's say people sitting and learning in Kailal, and the, the entire Lakewood becoming built up, the Ailam Hatayra, there's a tremendous amount of growth. I think the whole art scroll is like 40-something years old. Now people have access, you can open up Chumash Rashi, Rashi Ramban, Arachayim, Bavli, Yerushalmi, Mishnayis, Anything you want, right? There's a, how much has been brought out because, unfortunately, we, we want Mashiach to come as soon as possible. So whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu's plan, but we have a longing. It says, We want to live, but, but that, that longing, see, what's the alternative? In other words, a person, let's say, can learn two hours a day. And they, they say, I wish I could learn more. So on one hand, they're sad. They say that I'm not, I, I can only learn two hours a day. I can only learn 20 minutes a day, whatever it is. But on the other hand, think about the other thing. So what would be the alternative? No, no matter what you're learning, 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, an hour a day, two hours a day, three hours a day, if you didn't, if you said, oh, that's enough, is that where you'd rather be? No matter how much you're learning, you have a longing to learn more. That shows your true relationship with it. So the fact that you have a longing is not necessarily a negative of what you're doing, but it shows that you just want to be totally immersed. Minachemes, like a uh, merciful, uh, comforting mother of Chol Yehudi, Allah Lasham Vehirgesh Hashem Isbarach Ima Mamish Baragosh Ban Hagav Apoyal Kolmaz Genitzrach. A person literally felt the embrace of the Shechina. Meila Avshavelis Yala Chorben Abayis Hakadosh Aval Iker Nakuda Bezehi Al Kach Shalideza Hayoyim Achshav Chaslan Kesher Va Yes, it's what represents it. The, the, what we focus on is the Churban bias, but what we're lacking, what we're crying over, what we're understanding is the missing expression and feeling of the Kurva, of the relationship, the expression of the relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Kaddish Baruch Hu still has a, the same relationship with us. Whether the, you know, sometimes when a person is in a difficult, uh, a difficult matzav, it's because he has to be built up. When the kid has training wheels on, they, uh, they, they, they feel one way when the father takes the training wheels off because the kid is ready to move to the next step, and he puts his hand under. Uh, he's holding on to the seat. The kid also feels secure. Once the kid is ready and he has to have a tikkun, the father takes the hand off. In a certain way, the father might be paying attention more to the kid, much more to the kid than when he was holding or when the training wheels were on, because now, uh, uh, now he doesn't want the kid to fall. But the kid feels it the least. Sometimes when we're in the darkness, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is really paying the most attention to us. So it's not a matter of Hakadosh Baruch Hu not paying attention to us. However. However, there is a matzav of Hester Panim, and we're crying over this loss of a uh, of the expression of relationship, this feeling of closeness, and our ability to accomplish uh, to accomplish what we could otherwise accomplish. It's what we it's over that what, what what's missing and what we want. We want to feel the gap. We want so badly to be together, but it's not a atzvus. It's not a sadness, and it's not. Uh, adverse at all to the idea that we understand that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing everything with Tova and it's the way that it's supposed to be, but it's the, the, the gagoing and the longing uh, for the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now the footnote over here references a piece from Zayar Medrash Hanelam in Eicha, 
uh, and it references the second part of the Zohar, where the Zohar goes on from the piece we quoted earlier, I'm just reading out from the from the beginning of the piece. It's not quoted in the footnote. It says that the B'nai Eretz Yisrael sent to those who were left in Babel, It's true that you are scattered between the nations, and you're found outside of Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it's fitting to cry about yourselves that you went from the light to the darkness like somebody who left from the uh, from the presence of his master but it's us that it's worthy to cry and give hespid and to sent the safer of hespid this is what he bolds over there because it's us, the it's the children of the king, that we are from the house, and we understand the kvoid of Hakadosh Baruch of the Rebbeinu Shalayim, because we're in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, we can cry, and we have the uh, we have the aleph bays, and to explain the aleph bays of Echa, and then he goes on. But the, the most important part is that the last line of this footnote over here, Vahavin Hetev Eif Ech Mishdalvin. So as he goes through, he starts with the people who are crying over themselves, they're above their situation, and the people who have a greater appreciation of uh, of the quota of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and they have a greater appreciation of the Avelis and the reason to cry, and he uses this desire to support, or perhaps as a source for his point, uh, that he's that he's setting up for this framework. Now the uh, paragraph hey madrega shlishes gaguen l'shchina hakadosha this longing for the shchina zuya madrega shlishes. Now we're gonna get to the height of the uh, of of the idea of a veilus that we're trying to come to and. Uh, and we already sort of worked backwards into the the first two levels. To inspire, to awaken, so that it's going to resonate within us the longing for the Shechina Kedusha. We have a neshama It's there. We're not trying to create something that's not there. We're trying to uncover it. We're trying to. Uh, tap into something to make it resonate so that that will become, instead of being in the background, it's going to become primary, it'll affect our emotions, we're going to allow it to emerge. By the way, a, I'm just reading, I, I googled this because I heard something similar, a vibrating tuning fork can cause another quiet tuning fork to start vibrating simply by being placed near each other. Since the incoming sound waves share the same natural frequency as the second tuning fork, the tuning fork easily begins vibrating at its natural frequency. So we can have something that seems to be dormant inside of us. What causes it to vibrate? What causes something that's bekayach to come to a pile? Simply finding that frequency, if it's if this if this uh, muscle is not too abstract for us, simply finding that frequency and coming into contact with it can literally allow something to begin vibrating within us. And the uh, the emotional, there's going to be consequences that follow. It's going to be something that wasn't even on our radar, and all of a sudden, not even that's going to create an emotion, but it's going to allow something that was really within us to come out. in klilas yoifi, ava v'chein, on the perfection of beauty, with love and charm, you have aroused yourself greatly. Uh, 
we 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 can imagine in in our in our to ourselves the unbelievable love attachment how you could have a tremendous amount of people the entire Klal Yisrael standing very close to each other in close proximity. And the Ruach HaKodesh is hovering above them, as it were. But Beis Elokim Nahalach Beregesh, that we're going to go to Beis Elokim with with enthusiasm as Goydel Ava Vasimcha Biyosem Mikdash Al Machayno Begilui Hashras Hashchina Aleinu. There was no. There was no trouble. There was no tircha of being close together. The enthusiasm, the, the the discomfort, totally receded into the background. Now, I it says that omden It seems to be also a physical manifestation, but the the enthusiasm makes any this worldly consideration simply recede into the background. We already said that in in the base hamikdash, where the spiritual considerations are governing, even the rules of physics from a point of view of makom are not necessarily prevalent. And at this time, the gilishchino, we were we merited prophecy. That nev, what, what's nevua? Nevua is ultimately a stage where really it says by Moshe Rabbeinu he was awake and so forth. But Nevi'im essentially, uh, like they, and say collapsed, but they, they they fell down. The the physical faculties were not uh, were not functioning as much. This idea of 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 closeness of dveikus ta'kadosh baruch Hu was really operating at the spiritual realm, such that again the physical considerations almost receded. They weren't as much in control. <laughs> Okay, I'm not sure he's quoting from, but he says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu stands ready, willing, and able to give. Why is it that we are not zoicha to this connection, this outpouring of spirituality and of closeness to us? We want so much that the amount of Torah being learned perhaps is, is close to close to unparalleled for most of history. And yet, we, we lack, we're so distracted, the uh, people can sometimes perhaps even learn most of the day with Mesir Snefesh, with true Mesir Snefesh. And yet how is davening? There's a certain closeness. There's so much distraction. There's so many other considerations that are that are coming into us. And even if we would say that we're holding there, but we're part of a nation, we're not zoicha to this closeness that we had access to. Through, like we saw in the last piece, through this gagu and through this longing, that's going to create a makom for the shechina to be shayra ba'if and prati v'gam klali for ourselves and in a klaliistic way. From the fact that we desire it, that's how that's how we can do it. How could it create a a, a place and a, a a vacuum that can be filled with a shechina? For saying, with all that we have, we're not full, we're still empty. Why? Because what is anything worth if we don't have that connection? Everything else is bottle. We're long for that spirituality. It's at a totally different altitude than we're at the, at the physical Oilam uh, Hazedic altitude. So then our lives are very full. We have not only Gashmis, we have the best Ruchnias, we have the best Esraigim and the best Tefillin. And yet at one, one level above, as we, as we go to the emotional level and to the spiritual level, we were just so sorely, sorely lacking, and we desire that, that creates a makom for Ashras HaShchina. Sisu, Isa, Masais Kolam, Misavlam Aleha. Rejoice with her, all of those who are Misavl on her. Vav, okay, next paragraph. Segulas hayamim litzar esha kesher. So the segula of these days, 
again, coming off of Perak Aleph, is to form, to create, but it doesn't even say bara, could be to create. Yitzira is to form. The, the segula is now, because the connection really is there, but the segula of these days is to to, to form, to bring out this connection. So what we're talking about is really not local to any particular time. This is foundational to all of our avodah, to every day. What is the what what is the school that's specific to these days? We can form an actual strong kesher. Go back and listen to Parak Aleph as to why this is. Kesher shall Ava, Virpatius Amitis, Lechvoid Shemayim, a Kesher of Ava between us, and the, the fact that we're concerned for Kvoid Shemayim. Again, that's really up to us. We have to be. We, we have to have Mesiris Nefesh uh, to to mitzvah Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to pour on us to the extent that we make ourselves into a kli. El tzorach laShkia. We have to we have to become absorbed in this. Fahadover Barosh Mishanem Lamelach Bizman Galuso Humagala Bezeshu Ayevamiti. There's when the king is in his power, you might not be able to tell. On the surface, who are the most loyal ones? Every, everybody is going to have to be loyal to the reigning king. How do you tell the loyalty to the king himself? The, the uh, you know, the I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I've I've been uh, thinking about a certain concept. Rav Yisrael Salanter, I believe, talks about this, although I don't remember where. But the, the the point has has truth to it, that sometimes you can see two things, but you can see the same action, and there are two totally different actions. Meaning, let's say two people are doing a mitzvah. One person is doing it for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The other person wants covered, and the, he happens to be in a community that values entire mitzvahs. And therefore, what he's doing is he's engaging in an act of covered. Are those are those the same act? Not at all. One of them is building up his covered. The other one is doing a mitzvah for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And th- this. This idea is applies in many different scenarios. Two people, two people are in yeshiva learning. One of them is working on a sugya. The other one wants to be socially accepted. He wants to be cool. And in this particular uh, institution, Baruch Hashem, the idea that a person is going to be looked up to by his fellow peers is the person that sits in the base medrash. How do you really tell? who is doing it for Hashem or who's doing it for a different reason, you have to change the circumstance so that let's say you change, a person now goes into a university, a person goes to work, and the currency of COVID over there is not learning, but it's spending a lot of hours working on a project. You might say, hey, this guy was learning 10 hours a day, now he's learning nothing. What changed? Nothing changed. Yesterday he was putting everything he had into COVID, and today he's putting everything he had into COVID. The person himself might not necessarily have even been aware how are you going to tell loyalty to the king when the, when there's no giloy of shechina when there's no when it, there's no apparent malchus over there? That's how you can tell whether or not his avid to the king is totally in something external or not. The one who is loyal to the king at at this stage. Then the king is more easily going to take him. Many points out in the footnote that Kamosha Amar Davar Amalech Shlomo Beno about Barzilai. 
ולכן מי שמשקיע בזמן הגולס בכלל וביום אלו שבין המצרים בפרט. So in Golis in general and specifically during these days of חוישך of הסטרפונם לסקשר משכינה הקדושה הוא זוכר להיות מעבדי שם יסברך נאמנם. Now is the opportunity a person wants to have that relationship to allow that, that relationship to emerge to create that bond to create that ava and to form himself into a כלי קיבל for this now is actually the most opportune time. In fact, as we get ready for Elul, he points out in the, in the note over here, Kamoshim Vur Bisfar Makadoshim, that the 21 days between Shavasa Patamas and Tishabav are connected to 21 days from Rosh Hashanah, Toshana, Rabbah, and the Shirish of them. Now is the time that we could plant these seeds that we're going to work so hard on, Mir Tashem, Mashiach Shabir, but Mir Tashem going into Yom Noraim. Now is the time, uh, now is the time to plant these seeds at the Shirish. Uksiv, Shechaira, Ani, Venava. Like the Pasuk in Shir Shirim, Shashchina nears Begalusa Kishchaira, that the Shechina appears blackened. And it's very difficult to, to, to be one of her people. It seems like a, a heavy sense. But the truth is, on the inside, I am Nova. There is nothing more sweet than this connection when a person is down and out. You see who the true friends are, the true loved ones. That person who sees totally past uh, what's on the outside, Zoichel Chai Emes, that's the one who's ultimately going to be Zoichet Chai Emes, not even later, but who's going to be Zoichet Chai Emes now. The outer trappings are not going to be a distraction. Ashrei Enoish Yivchar Yikrev Yishkoin Recha. Praiseworthy is the person who chooses to come close and to dwell in your, in your uh, courtyards. Ashrei Mechake. Viagia Vira Alis Arach Vivko Lov Shacharayach, Lurus Petuvas, Betoivas Bechirayach, Lalos Pesim Hosech, Peshuvech, Eli Kidmais Nurayach. Okay, I, I'm not sure exactly where that's a quote from, but he says, Praiseworthy is the one who chooses to dwell in the Kaddish Baruch Hu's courtyards and who is, uh, who's, who's with the program, notwithstanding the fact that it's in, uh, that, that we're in a state of Gullus. Zion. So let's let's get down to it. What is the Shlemus Ha'avoda? We went through the three Dargas of Avelis, the idea of understanding our current state, the idea of being Mishtatev with the Shechina, and ultimately understanding not just the negative or the, not not Ba'atzvus, but the state of affairs, but engaging in the longing of the Shechina, uh, towards the Shechina HaKadoshah, which again is really an extension of the last piece, understanding the positive avoda of Avelis and recognizing our relationship and where we are vis-a-vis the Shechina, and understanding the longing, not in a negative way, not in a way that we would have had it any other way, but just uh, we would rather be close, but even even under even under circumstances that we would have said this is exactly how it should be that we understood the example of the parent sending the child away but appreciating the relationship through the longing so what's the avodah that should be our focus a person who's lahavdil infatuated with 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 a love right it doesn't mean that they're sitting there and that they can't do anything else 
they're anticipating their wedding. It's all that's on their mind. They can't wait to get through, if they're in school, through finals. They can't wait to, let's say, save a certain amount of money. But there's a infatuation that is woven and integrated through their mindset, through everything that they do. Everything that they're working on is seen through this relationship, this person that's waiting for their wedding day, whether it's scheduling a vacation, whether it's when they're going to study. They have to accomplish things, and some of them are very important. They have to accomplish it even towards the big day as they're getting ready. And yet, you could have a case where a person is doing all sorts of activities, mundane activities, not just while they're learning Torah and Mitzvahs, and yet, every, thing that they're, every single thing that they're doing is in the context of this relationship to facilitate facilitate the relationship, to get closer to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, to give a Kaddish Baruch Hu nachas ruach, that HaKaddish Baruch Hu should be proud of us. There's one way to looking at things, that there's terror mitzvahs, there's positive acts, there's negative acts, and then there's neutral acts. When we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed the world so that we should so that we should get close to him that there's a purpose for everything yes there's different components let's say eating for argument's sake are we eating for pleasure to uh, with with things with a good hechsher and a bracha balamaisa we're eating there because we enjoy it or are we eating in order to give ourselves energy to serve Hashem, it's calculated, we're picking up the food with, let's say, our right hand, we're making a bracha, we're understanding how many different textures and colors are in the food, we're recognizing the flies habayre, we're thanking Kaddish Baruch Hu that food has different tastes and flavors and textures, not just gray and drab, and that it becomes the idea of hana, there are people, but during COVID, there are people that lost their sense of smell and taste, we're preaching the idea of hana as an abstract spiritual pleasure, the idea of eating representing birurim, that there's going to be the energy that comes out of the food, there's the waste material, our table could be a mizbeach. Everything that we do is a way that we can give HaKadosh Baruch Hu nachas ruach. I heard one time a story, I think from a Victor Miller, that he went to a pharmacy that was open 24, I think I heard on Shir, into a pharmacy that was open 24 hours, and there was a guy who was tasked with uh, working the counter late at night, and he got into a conversation with the person, and the the guy was sour that he got a bad shift. And he said, listen, you're here anyway. If you get a new job, that's fine. But right now, you're able to do a chesed. You're here very late at night for people that need medicine. You can literally be gaining mitzvahs every single second. When you, when it come, when you have an opportunity to change your shift, that's fine. But for right now, you are here in a, I guess, a from neighborhood giving HaKadosh Baruch Hu's children medication that they need. You could be, how many people are an opportunity to do this chesed? Unbelievable. And yet you're, and that you're just, Sitting here sour that you that that you got into the situation that you would be'etzim rather not have you regret and you resent being in this situation when you have an opportunity to change it change it but at least utilize the opportunity while you have the chance. Let's look at the footnote for a second. Kolashon Hamisil Sisharim Hakavana Amitis Hametzui B'Chasidim Eshertochu V'Shtadu LaHasiga. Who? What is the true kavana of Chasidim? Sheyiyeh Adam Oyved Rak Lemana Shekvoidei Shel Adam Baruchu Yigdal V'Yirbe. That they should they should do avoda in such a way that 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 the kvod shemayim that the kvod hashem should become greater after they've already grown in their ava towards hashem so 
they, a person looks at themselves in the context with the job of being HaKadosh Baruch Hu's emissary in this world and everything that we do for ourselves, that, that, even for ourselves, that we could be Meister Nefesh, we could prove to ourselves that we're better than uh, than an animal, so to speak, that our, our Seichel governs. And anything that we represent to others, everything that we do, we are part of a system where we can enhance the Kvayt Shemaim in this world. Ki oz yavod avodosol this could be anything. This could be a smile when somebody is mean to you. This could be when you walk in, in into the into the store and people are pushing in line. And you should want your desire is that there should be quite shemayim. It's not a personal thing. You would rather win the game and get an assist or sit on the bench than get the winning shot. The, the purpose that you're concerned with is that there should be Kvayt Shemayim. You should be in pain as it were and groaning Adam. It's not really make it. It's not a matter of what you did. It's a matter of the ultimate purpose and goal. And for sure, in where a person took part in uh, in any sort of a chil Hashem or not taking the opportunity to increase Kvayt Shemayim. Back up top. The idea of Avoda, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that a person is... Uh, doing avoda, it's a wonderful thing that we appreciate learning instead of engaging in other types of activities. But is our avoda for us, or is our avoda for Hakadosh Baruch Hu? It's like different ways of looking at tefillah. People say kavana, and I heard I think in Shimshon Pinks' sefer and tefillah talks about this a little bit. People could say. What is what is t- t- uh, having kavanah and tefillah? It's really crying louder. So if a person is going and he's crying, I want chocolate cake, and then he doesn't get it, so he cries even louder. There's a darga and a muna there because he recognizes that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the source. That's where he can get it from. However, is that more kavanah? That's just increasing that he wants. A, a kid is having a tantrum. Yes, there's a darga that they get it, that they're going to get it from the parent. Or is it avoda? Avoda is there's a mesirus nefesh there. There's a recognition of wanting to get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. There's a recognition of am I the right person for a particular task? It's a wonderful thing that somebody wants to teach Torah. Let's say there's two spots, and the other person is going to be a better teacher for kids. Who should be the rebbe? What what what's the goal in our avoda? There, uh, so he says that the ambition is not, we will be rewarded, and you have to believe that you're going to get rewarded. But the avoda is not that you should do what's necessary and determine mitzvahs in order to get schar. If you do that, then ultimately it's a selfish avoda. Again, it's on a higher level of, let's say, wanting physical pleasures, but it's still, uh, if you're going to draw a circle, then that means that you're still in the middle of the circle. That's not avoda. Avoda is translated as sacrifice, his botless. It's a, you're, you're doing the, the mitzvahs and averis, but there's no you're you're limiting you're almost in a certain sense uh, to use the term you're you're limiting the nitzchias quality so to speak uh, forgive me for saying so of uh, of the Torah the, the whole idea is that uh, if, if you understand the mashal 
if a person makes himself into a kli, then they can be one gallon big, they could be a million gallons big. But if a person makes himself into a pipe to the reservoir, then they're unlimited by any specific capacity. When a person is mevatel themselves to Ratzon Hashem, it could be that their role will be very big, it could be that their role will be very small. But if you were going to ask what the capacity of this particular pipeline is, the answer is that it's attached to a reservoir. If a person is doing Tyra mitzvahs for their own schar, then there's a limit to how big they can be. But if a person is going to be mevatel themselves to the ultimate cause and tafkid of, of the world and what their part is in, is in it, sometimes they'll play a role that's objectively bigger or objectively smaller, but their capacity is nitzchias. One more, one more thing. I heard from a Vigner Miller one time in a shir. He said by the by the Chashmonayim, it says that Ravis Rivenu Donasineinu and Al Nisim. Why does it say Ravis Rivenu? It's not that Hashem fought their fight; they fought Hashem's fight. And he answers beautifully. He says, "No, if if I have what I want." I want A, and I recognize that B is a higher purpose. I'm going to be mevatel A in favor of B. That's one way of looking at it. However, what if I realize that A doesn't exist? I only exist within the context of B. Right, that's what we say. Hamakum, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the ultimate context for everything. To the extent that I want anything, I don't have a choice. It's not that there's a choice. To, in our other example, two plus two is four. Two plus two is five. I'm going to choose the MS. There is no other consideration other than Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When you recognize that, so then I say That becomes you. Now, a person he I want to be complete. I want to maximize myself. But it's about me. As I He's not feeling the lack of the base of Mikdash, which is the problem. I'm diving three million a day. I'm mamish being Meister Nefesh. I'm being supported. Everybody's doing everything for me. I'm, I'm, I'm mamish in base of Mikdash now. I don't feel that I'm lacking anything. What is this person missing if it's about him? If he's able to draw a circle around himself and not be sensitive to anything else, then what's he missing? If you had to check a list, he's doing everything that he needs to do. If he can, he can. And if he can't, he's not and he's going to get schar. This person is far from rotzen Hashem is barach. This is not a, this is not a person whose rotzen is defined by Hashem. A person Rav Pincus gives in one of his uh, in one of his sfarim or shiurim. Says you can, we say beni b'chayri Yisrael. You can imagine a father walks into a base medrash and there's five hundred guys that are mamish cranking it out. They're mamish learning, unbelievable. And somebody's showing him they want to maybe to donate money. And they say, look how unbelievable a base medrash is. We have like a ninety nine percent rate where everybody's in the base medrash. And he's looking around, but he's not smiling. And the person says, "Why are you not smiling? This is the most successful base base medrash in Yisrael in America, wherever it is." And he's going through and through and through, and it comes out that the only person who's missing is his son. His son is out and he's not participating. The person who's courting this donor is not sensitive to his considerations. A person has five children, three children, whatever it is. He wants them to set the table. So one of the kids who's the oldest or maybe the most organized, just in a totally, the little one wants to help, let's say, and and the little one comes to help. And the older one just pushes them aside meanly. The other kid goes crying to their room, and the older one sets the table beautifully. The, the The parent comes home and sees the kids are all fighting. It's a total disaster. The table set beautifully, and you have this one kid happy that he was able to get rid of all of the me- mediocre ones. Or you have another situation where they all do it together, and they mamish do it. Each one, whatever he can do, it's a little bit offset. One of the kids decided to put out birthday plates instead of the regular plates. 
what gives a bigger nachas ruach to a kaddish baruch Hu? is the issue to build up our own self yes there's a, a a person can say listen if i can then i must if i if i'm in a position to do something that nobody else can do it then that that creates an oil but if a person if if a person is in a position to do something, the driving consideration has to be what Ratzon Hashem is. I'm in this place at this time, and this is how I can participate. It's all in the context of Ratzon Hashem, not in the context of me wanting to build myself up. Otherwise, I'm just going to be limited to myself. wants us to ultimately be mevatel to 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 Hashem. Hashem doesn't need to be impressed by us. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the, the world had Ein Saifias before, before, it was Arayin Sof, before, before there was any sort of a, uh, a physical expression in the world. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to connect to Him, to bring Kfayt Shemayim. We're not going to impress Hashem by our greatness. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had it all before we, before we started and after we finished. What Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants is that we should be goyver on our Yitzhahara, that we should revolve, that, that we see the emes, that we should bring kvayt shemaim, that we should get along with the rest of Klal Yisrael, that should, there should be avas chinam, that we should create a mukam for the shechina to be shaira. That's what gives nachas ruach. That's what shows who we truly are. Kuf Yidal denote. If you don't know this, big footnote here. If you don't know this, then it's a... Uh, it, it, there's something tremendously missing. There's a big yetzer hara that, that fools people into thinking that avodas Hashem is, is, is specific things. Hashem wants us to be something. Hashem doesn't need you to be nothing. Right? What are, what are you going to do? What are you going to build yourself up, uh, self up into? What, how are you going to impact the world? The way that you're going to impact the world is that you're going to take all of your kayachas and say, yes, I have, to, I have challenges and I have strengths and weaknesses. I have a toolbox that Akadosh Baruch Hu gave me specifically for a job. If I'm not doing my job, so then what am I doing? Leos goin b'tayra, leos tzadik o balmidos kolech That's wonderful, but that's the chitzonius. The mitzvahs are not do. If, if if we're within hamakom, we're not going to be greater than the context in which we're in. The greatest thing that we can do is break down the physical barrier to attach ourselves to our kaddish baruch Hu, not to try to build ourselves up. Even if we're talk of building ourselves up with tyre mitzvahs. Here's here's the biggest problem. This becomes a tremendous amount of yish. If we think. This is a bigger problem. I mean, just understand this. This is the godless of what we're saying. Okay, if you think that your job is to achieve godless in an objective sense, you're not going to be your Rosh Hashiva, and your Rosh Hashiva is not going to be Rav Chaim Kenevsky. And Rav Chaim Kenevsky, I, mean, I can't comment, but I'm just using it for illustrative purposes. Rav Chaim Kenevsky is not going to be Rabbi Kivayger, and Rabbi Kivayger is not going to be the Rajba, and the Rashba is not going to be the Amoraim, who are not going to be the Tanoim. So, if it's objectively speaking, is everybody a Bidiyeva Jew after Moshe Rabbeinu who Shchinim Adabim Tochrono? In an objective sense, you're setting yourself up for yish and failure if you view this as the goal. There are people who are zeichah to be in yeshiva. There are people who are zeichah to be balabatim. There are people who are tasked with a full spectrum 
of avoda, and not only can't a person do every avoda, a person can't even appreciate uh, other other people's avoda necessarily. They're not in the other person's shoes. If a person is a maimon, a person has to understand that a kaddish baruch once again nachas from every one of his kids individually and from the nation as a whole. It's a very myopic type of a view to say yes a certain situation, maybe it's yeshiva, maybe it's uh, tzedakah, whatever your flavor is, to say that, well, if this is the ultimate, other people, they could try. Be'ezus Hashem, we try for the best, and Be'ezus Hashem, if you can't be the best, then you're going to strive to be second best. That's not true at all. That's that, that's literally going to create a, a crumbling of the system, and it's going to create yish, because what's the point? How can a person possibly strive for mediocrity? And are you saying that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is Kari Deris Meirash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu understood the development of the times going into Mashiach. Is that Kaddish Baruch Hu just sitting there saying, you know, it's it's like a person gets 100 on a test, you hang it on the wall, another kid gets a 60 on a test, but that's the best he could do, so you can hang up the 60. Is that Kaddish Baruch Hu looking at us and just put, you know, he, he's hanging our tests on the wall because we only got a 60, but what could we do? We're just Nebuch children. Our avoda that we could accomplish, the truth is that people who lived 100 and 200 and 500 and 1,000 years ago couldn't have accomplished. Whatever there is for us to accomplish in the world is something that's unique. If we were living five, first of all, if somebody was living 500 years ago, lived today, they might not have been the gadol or the gain that they became. And the truth is, is that if we were living 500 years ago, we, we, we might not have made anything of ourselves. Every generation is specific. Every person is specific. The godless is there for the taking, and it's not at all linear. And if a person wants to draw some sort of an objective view of things, this even within the realm of learning, Ian is important, uh, and the other type of learning, that's not as good as our learning. Or any, any other type of avoda, you're, you're setting yourself up. The people that are super successful at it, first of all, they can risk being totally uh, having a condescending, better-than-thou view. It's setting it up for competition. And the other people are going to have total yish. It, it, it becomes such a selfish view of avoda that, think, take a step back, is this what HaKadosh Baruch Hu desires? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants nachas from Every single one of his children, every single one of his children, where they are, can give our Kaddish Baruch Hu maximum nachas. And by the way, that applies even to ourself in our own individual lives. In the Yisayi Tshuva, by the way, it's printed in the in the front of the art scroll, Master. He's describing the path of, of Tshuva. He says, on any day, I'm going to read from the English in the art scroll, let him cast off all the sins he's committed, consider himself as though he were newly born on that day. Neither merit nor guilt, it's the beginning of his activity, let him map out his ways, etc., throwing off the heavy burden of his sins, let his thoughts not, conf- let his, not his thoughts confound him, restrain him from repenting on grounds that he's ashamed of his sins. This means that, imagine the opening scene of a movie. The opening scene of a movie does not have a person on day one, the day that they're born. It enters a person into a situation. Imagine a person enters into a situation, their job is, that they're a super expert, is to clean up difficult situations. That's the opening scene. The fact that there are difficult situations might be the project. It's not baggage. A person opens up their eyes, they're born into a situation where the person who has particular challenges might have done a virus. That is not holding them back. That is the challenge on today, and you can literally knock it out of the park when you do your avoda today. The fact that there are challenges does not mean that a person has baggage. 
And the fact that your challenges are different from somebody else's or that your task is different is not meant to be put aside. There's a saying, I think the Kutzker, if I am I and you are you, then I am I and you are you. But if I am you and you are me, then I am not me and you are not you. We are tasked with our godless, and when we get married to this objective framework, then nothing can happen. I'll leave one, one other thought, and then we'll finish up. Rav Pincus uh, said this from uh, discussing a piece from the Sefer Yetzirah, and I saw Revolbi talk about this also, coming off a piece of Zayar by Yom and Baim, by Yaakov. Let's say a person is five percent good. Does that mean that they uh, they spend five percent of their day doing, uh, uh, you know, their avoda what, what they're supposed to be doing? A person could look at that one of two ways. They could say, listen, I can't be a gadol. I'm only 5% good. I have a whole day. I'm working. I'm doing everything. But for for five minutes, 10 minutes, when I'm on the subway platform, I'm saying to him whatever I'm saying. There's another way to look at that. There's a way to say, if I, if I was the gadol hadar standing on the platform, what would I be doing? I would be saying to Hillam, I would be learning. I was the Gadol Hadar for five minutes. If I was doing what I was supposed to be doing 24 hours a day, I'm doing exactly what I'd be doing for this five minutes. If you remember those like flip books, you know, that, that uh, you know, if you take like a, a little pad and you draw a your picture and then you draw another picture slightly different and slightly different. So if you flip through it quickly, it creates a perception of, of animation. But the truth is, is that it's made up of a lot of freeze frames. If you think about your life as, as however many moments of your life, so the truth is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not going to say that you're only 5% good. HaKadosh Baruch Hu can grade every single moment of your life. You didn't, you didn't get a 5% or a 10% or a 20%. You got a 100% for 20% of your life. That's pretty solid, right? And that, 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 that can go to help you out during doing small acts also. You aren't going to make a comment. Somebody made something to you, you're going to comment something back. You're going to do something back. And now you say, you know what? I'm going to shut my mouth. I'm not going to make the comment. But I know that I'm probably going to make it in five minutes anyway. There's no point. Let me just get out of it. No, there is a point. You know why? Because when a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going through your day and you're making a Chesh and Nefesh, during those freeze frames of those five minutes, you knocked it out of the park. You just changed the world. You accomplished your tafkid. The entire world changed during those five minutes. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need you to build yourself up liyais in a, on an objective scale. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need you uh, for for that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a world where there's a tikkun. The way that you're going to be misakin, that is attaching yourself to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, not by building yourself up, but by being your mavata yourself and building up Kvayt Shemayim in this world. Back in the text of Allah, MSI Shashem is Baruch Lomavakesh Liois. Alamavakesh and his Dabeg by Vinis Kashre love Kolhaes. Hakadish Baruch who wants you to be attached to him, not to be. You're not going to be. You're not going to be more real than Hakadish Baruch Hu being Hayahayahayahayahayah. If you are, if you are sizing yourself up on your terms, then you are not going to have any kiyam. The biggest kiyam, the real, only real kiyam that you can have is attachment to, to, to MS, to Chais Meshel HaKadosh Baruch Hu MS. Vavshek Kamuvan Bechlalas Tzarech Loma It's true, you have the mitzvahs, the veris, the, the, the asi, losa, says, Taira mitzvahs of al-etzem, Hosein, who is davik, who is kashv, amuna, who bezev, shal atzliach, tamid, b'chomadreg, b'chomadzev, yishem ezbarachim, b'chomad, tamid, could be in the shower, can't learn. You can. There's an order of which direction to wash the limbs. A person's going to the bathroom. There's an order for that. Also, a person can be attached to a kodesh baruch hu in his mechus. It's not that there's a mitzvah of talmud Torah, tefillah, and there's everything else is b'diavid. There's no room for anything else. My my grandfather, uh, Allah v'shalom, said. 
we say in the morning, So we talk about it, I think the, the, the Gemara and Peah brings, we talk about it as Talmud Torah is and the one word of Torah, Talmud Torah is worth all a mitzvah says, if you were Mekayim, call Torah Kula, yeah. But he said, there's a lot of things that a person has to do in life. There's Kibbut Aveim, Gmilas Chasadim, person has to go to weddings, person has to go to funerals. There's obligations that a person has. The question is, is how do you do that? Do you try to do as quickly as possible? Do you try to give as much time as possible? What's the appropriate way for a wedding? What's the appropriate way for Gmilas Chasadim, for Achnasas Orchem, Talmud Torah, Keneged Kulam? Keneged, opposite, in line with every single thing, every situation that a person is in, a person has to be a living Sefer Torah. So how are you going to approach any situation? Talmud Torah Keneged, every single thing that you do. And yes, the default is that a person wants to spend as much time learning as possible because how are you going to have Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam? You have to totally uh, mold your mind into that, which means that that also has to be the baseline. A person is thinking and learning at Talmud Torah and the most efficient Talmud Torah. But in every situation in life, a person is not learning and then every, otherwise everything else is a Bidiyavid life. Otherwise, his learning is Bidiyavid too. He's not going to become the Gadol Adar. And if he was the Gadol Adar of this generation, he's not going to be the Gadol Adar of last generation. But when a person attaches themselves to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, they can be the Gadol at every single second because they could be accomplishing their potential at every single second. And that's what a person's job is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one who Designed their potential, and if a person is is fulfilling their potential, then they're fulfilling Ratzon Hashem. As much, regardless of how big or how small they are as an individual, so to speak. In this situation, put you into a situation right now. A person is going to go someplace. Right, they they had they wanted to do a particular mitzvah today. Then they got a flat tire. On one hand, they say, "Oh, Kaddish Baruch, the Yitzchak is in front of me because I need to go do it, and I'm gonna have to figure out how to get there anyway." Then they say, "Maybe it's a simon from a Kaddish Baruch Hu that I'm not supposed to do it." The, the, a person could just twist himself into pretzels. The question always is: a person has to make a mitzvah and nefesh. A person has to understand in this particular situation what is my avoda now. There are times that a person, uh, there's times that a person has to uh, tell t- tell uh, somebody who needs help, "I have to go do a mitzvah." There's times that they have to tell the mitzvah, I have to go go help this person, right? Every kid learns that Avram Avinu made, as it were, Hachnas Archim is bigger than being Makabal Paneshchina because Akadosh Baruch Hu had that the Shechina itself should wait. I heard one time of Pshat, how could, it, how could it be that Avram Avinu was telling the Shechina to wait? Uh, obviously, the whole point of uh, in this world is to attach himself to the Shechina. The answer is because the Ratzin of Hashem is to do Hachnas Archim. Hashem wasn't putting Hashem aside. Hashem was fulfilling the Ratzin of Hashem, the Ratzin of the Shechina, by doing Hachnas Archim. To put Achnas Archem aside so that I can go do mitzvahs is not the Ratzon Hashem. Hashem was attaching himself to the Shechina by doing Achnas Archem. Elisha Yetzliach Lahasik Bedveiks Bakars Hashem is Baruch. Imi vaani imai gam b'matzav azeh. Person can, uh, they can. There was a, uh, a story with one of the Hasidish rebbes. I don't remember that he was in a in a jail cell or something, and the prison guard put the the bu- the refuse bucket there, and he was uh, very upset because he couldn't learn and do uh, he couldn't learn and daven in a place where there was a bucket. And the, then he turned around and said, "Wait a second, Rutzen Hashem is not to learn." So he picked up the bucket. He said, "Rutzen Hashem is not to learn." While the bucket is in here of of disgusting this, what I, then I'm being mekayim Rutzen. 
Ratzon Hashem by doing this. And he picked up the bucket and he started dancing around the room with it until the guard said, what are you so happy about? You're crazy. Took the bucket and he said, you're going to dance around the bucket. I'm taking the bucket out of the room. He was able to dive and learn again. This is, if this is one of those, if you came here for this moment, if you made it to this point, then it was worth it. Our entire ambition, our entire ambition, our entire goal is that there should be a gilo yikvod Hashem. Our only governing principle, everything that we're attached to is how do we achieve, what does Hashem want from me right now? How can I fulfill Ratzon Hashem now? How can I become Nitzchis? How can I attach myself to Kodesh Because that's where there's a gilo, that's where you cause Kvod Shemayim, that's the ultimate our efforts, you to be megala the 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 MS of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, which is not by building ourselves up, it's by being mevatel ourselves to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, by building up Kvot Shemayim, but Proteus, both in terms of building ourselves up and then as understanding ourselves in, in the context of the greater structure. The only way to come to a point where you have a long for the Shechina is in this is with this outlook. Without this, if a person is just objectively measuring themselves up, at best they're building themselves up and everything becomes about them, and at worst they achieve a state of years like we spoke about at length. The only way to understand is that there's a Shlemus in the Bria as it is right this second. Whatever tikkun is necessary is accessible, but clearly it's and halavai that we should move towards a, towards a place where we can expand ourselves as a kli and we can have that greater attachment, that greater gilu, and the fact that it's not there when we know for a fact that it's true that that's the tach sabria, and that it's not it, it's not clear as relevant as it is. It's 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 not clear. Uh, it, it's it's not in a state of gilu, so there's a longing for that. Okay, the other, let, let's do the footnote already. It's late, but uh, you know, once we got to this place, let's let's see the footnote. The day of Geula is going to come. It's not about him himself. He's going to be he's going to be in splendor at his loved one. People ask, How can we really, we, we want to learn, we want to get schar, we want to attach, when you're Mashiach, then we're not going to be able to grow through avoda. If the whole purpose is, is growth, a person doesn't want to just be in success, a person wants to build it. There are people who have a lot of money, they, they, the sepik is not in having it, the sepik is in building the business. It's in putting in the effort. We Our entire personality is about avoda and getting close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What do I want to be most of Mashiach for? There's not going to be any more effort to engage in. The whole point, that we should get to a point where we're not doing it for the schar. But if the whole point is to do the avoda, yeah, the avoda not do the schar, but the avoda to break down the yitzhar, to break down mechitzes. So at that point, it's game over. There's no more mechitzes. There's no more schar. What am I? What am I looking forward to? The avodah right now, Hashivenu Avilan Shosach of a Karvenu Makin Lazar of Achsur and Mashuvishlam of Fenech. I need to be pointing in the right direction. I need to be moving in the right direction. And I need to break down the Machitis between Hashem. But it's not the avodah of doing it just for the sake of engaging. It's the idea that we have a true long desire. I saw an anecdote. Somebody was describing how to be a tightrope walker, and he's a tightrope walker. And he said the way it was described is that if you look in front of your feet at each step, then you're definitely going to fall. The idea is to have a total 
focus on the end, and then that will establish the equilibrium necessary to move forward. The idea is that a person is focused on the dvekas of Abariz Barach, and therefore there's a certain sipuk and avodah of getting every step closer. The, the Hatzlacha, so to speak, the Nachas Ruach of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is what allows a person to break all of those barriers for himself. But it's not about himself, it's about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So to the extent that HaKadosh Baruch Hu's goal is that there should be a Gilei Kvod Shemayim, the fact that we have Avoda and Schar and Onesh is not going to get in the way of the ultimate goal. The goal is what drives our Avoda. It's not that our Avoda is just defined by the goal. Kach nobody's going to lose out by listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. we long for Mashiach and we're not going to lose out when we get to that place because we have no more Hechetim Tzlona and Getzchar a person who's never Hashem and who's long for Kvot Shemayim for Ratzon Hashem we're not going to lose out because we didn't have another chance to do mitzvahs HaKadosh Baruch Hu will give it to the person however that works out nobody's going to lose out because they long for Mashiach and it came it's like oh, now I lose out I don't get that reward it's not about that. Okay, let's go back up top. Let's wrap it up. Who, so we spoke about Avelis. What's the avod of Avelis? How are we looking at Avelis that it's productive? How can we tap in in the appropriate place where we're holding? We have to understand, uh, like we spoke out originally, the state the, the state of affairs that we're in now. Focus on it. All of the trials and challenges that take up our headspace or that actually are causing pain, these are all the things that are stopping us even in an Oilam Hazedic sense from having true Nachas Ruach and enjoyment, let alone from being able to engage in a spiritual sense. That we should feel the pain of the Shechina. We express this all express this all length. That we should have a longing for the Shechina. Uh, that, so we have the other mazedic pain, we feel the, 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 the pain of the Shechina, so to speak, and we have the, the long, the sense to get close to Kodesh Baruch Hu. This is really built up by, by, again, understanding the relationship and understanding our own selves, our own goals, our desires, uh, our own personality as an extension of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world and understanding uh, what, what our avoda is. Uh, going forward, he has further chapters, a, a whole section to explain So, you know, it's, it's everything you say requires an introduction. So every time you say anything, there's another chapter that explains that concept that you're utilizing in the material. But Emir Hashem, we should be uh, to have a, uh, a meaningful Tishbav and we should see the Bini Beis Hamikshim here. You may know.